0: Hello and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 30th of October 2023. In Infosec news this week, F5 is warning big IP admins that devices are being breached by quote skilled hackers exploiting two recently disclosed vulnerabilities to erase signs of their access and achieve stealthy code execution. F5 Big IP is a suite of products and services offering load balancing, security and performance management for networked applications. The platform has been widely adopted by large enterprises and government organizations, making any flaws in the product a significant concern. Last week, F5 urged admins to apply what available security updates for the two newly discovered vulnerabilities, CVE 2023-46747, a critical CVSS score 9.8 authentication bypass flaw, allowing an attacker to access the configuration utility and perform arbitrary code execution. Also, CVE-2023-46748, a high-severity 8.8 SQL injection flaw, allowing authenticated attackers with network access to the configuration utility in order to execute arbitrary system commands. On October 30th, the software vendor updated the bulletins for these two vulnerabilities to alert about active exploitation taking place in the wild. Quote, this information is based on evidence F5 has seen on compromised devices, which appear to be reliable indicators. It is important to note that not all exploited systems may show the same indicators, and indeed, a skilled attacker may be able to remove traces of their work. It is currently not possible to prove a device has not been compromised. When there is any uncertainty, you should consider the device compromised, according to a bulletin issued by CISA, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, adding that the two vulnerabilities to its KEV, or Known Exploited Vulnerabilities, catalog, and urging federal government agencies to apply available updates until November 21st, 2023. Given the attackers can erase their tracks using these flaws, Big IP endpoints that haven't been patched until now should be treated as compromised, according to the advisory. Out of an abundance of caution, admins of exposed Big IP devices should therefore proceed straight to the cleanup and restoration phase. Threat actors have been observed leveraging the Citrix bleed vulnerability, tracked as CVE-2023-4966, in order to target government, technical and legal organisations in the Americas, Europe, Africa and the Asia-Pacific regions. Researchers from Mandiant have reported that four ongoing campaigns targeting vulnerable Citrix, Netscaler, ADC and Gateway appliances with attacks are underway since late August this year. Mandiant has since seen post-exploitation activity related to credential theft and lateral movement, warning that exploitation leaves behind limited forensic evidence, making these attacks particularly stealthy. The Citrix bleed vulnerability, also known as CVE-2023-4966, was disclosed on October 10th this year as a critical severity flaw, impacting Citrix Netscaler, ADC and Gateway appliances, allowing access to sensitive information on these devices. A week after a fix was made available, Mandiant revealed that the floor was a zero day under active exploitation since late August, with groups leveraging it to hijack existing authenticated sessions and bypassing multi factor authentication. Attackers used specially crafted HTTP GET requests to force appliances to return system memory contents, which included a valid Netscaler AAA session cookie issued post authentication and after MFA checks. Hackers who steal these authentication cookies can therefore access the device without performing forming an MFA verification again. Citrix followed up with a second warning to admins, urging them to secure their systems against ongoing attacks, which were at low complexity, requiring no user interaction. Researchers released a proof-of-concept exploit demonstrating how to hijack a Netscaler account via session token theft. Mandiant have therefore explained that the lack of logging in appliances makes investigating the exploitation of this CVE particularly challenging, requiring web application firewalls and other network traffic monitoring appliances to log traffic and determine if a device had been exploited. Unless a network uses this type of monitoring before an attack, it prevents any historical analysis and limits researchers to real-time observations, even post exploitation the attackers remain stealthy employing living off the land techniques and common administrative tools and activity from the mosey malware botnet has faded away in august after a mysterious unknown party reportedly sent a payload on september the 27th which triggered a kill switch to deactivate all of the bots mosey is a well-known ddos or distributed denial of service malware botnet which emerged in 2019 primarily targeting IoT devices such as routers, digital video recorders, and other internet-connected gadgets. The malware leveraged known vulnerabilities, or weak default passwords, to compromise devices and make them part of its decentralized peer-to-peer network, where they communicate using BitTorrent's DHT, or distributed hash table, protocol. ESET reported that its telemetry data showed a sharp drop in MOSI activity in early August this year, starting with a halt to all operations in India. This was followed by a similar sudden termination of all activities in China, where the botnet originates. Finally, on September 27th, a UDP message was sent to all MOSI bots eight times, instructing them to download an update via HTTP, which caused the termination of the MOSI malware process, the disabling of certain system services, replacement of the MOSI file, execution of device configuration commands, blocking access to various ports, and establishing a foothold for the new file. The fact that whoever pressed the kill switch opted to maintain persistence for the new payload, which can also ping a remote server to assist in tracking, implies a controlled takedown. ESET's code analysis showed strong similarities between the original MOSI code and the binaries used in the takedown, which featured the correct private keys for signing the payload. This does hint at the involvement of either the original botnet creators and or the Chinese law enforcement services in the takedown, but for now, this remains unanswered. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us regarding any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.